Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me and for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes. Hormone harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. CLINK CLINK ladies. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. We have a new theme song. You guys have heard it a couple times now, but it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same, but it's good. But it's good. I know. It's a morning, morning day because we have to, you know, do what we can when the summer is winding down. Is it winding down already? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's it's a winder. I know. I mean, it's still here, but it's winding. So, Gretchy, this week, guess what I did? What did you do? I organized my house. You are so impressive. Well, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) I was, I went to a friend's house and I saw her pantry. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of pantry is that? Do you, are you the Kardashians? Because that's what it looked like. And she's like, no, I hired this company. And I just started following that company on Instagram and it's real good. However, I, at one point in my old house, did hire a company. She wasn't as good, even yeah. as my own skills, I'll have to say. And guess what? I ran into her at the container store this week. Oh. And I... I was like, oh, she's going to know my pile, my basket of organizational containers that I'm doing it myself. So I ducked and covered and like ran away. Oh, yeah. I hate that feeling. 
Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there's times, right. Where you're like, oh my God, I don't want to see you right now. I don't, I don't know if I ever want to see you again, but if I did, it wouldn't be buying containers. I'll tell you that. Right. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Have you ever had something like that? Well, yeah, actually I have. So I joined a fancy gym. Oh, Gretchen's gym is the best gym on the planet. She sent me a picture. Just side note about your freaking gym. Yeah. It has a massive water slide, like a water park water slide at the gym for the kids. This is crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say? We're pretty spoiled in Orange Mm. County. Fancy pants. Fancy pants. So when you join this gym, okay, side note, I'm not bougie, but this place has the most insane childcare. They have karate classes and gymnastics and all this stuff. And if you add up how much I was spending on my kids doing extracurricular activities versus joining the gym where they give them all those classes there. No, it's free. It's yeah, it's free. Yeah, it's free. They can do three hours of classes a day. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like a bargain. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And they're like legit classes. That is so and what's so funny. My kid's favorite class is Spanish. They love going to Spanish class. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Adios, mama. Oh my gosh. That is so, I want to go to that gym. I know. You have to come down at least for like the day and we'll just hang out at the gym. It's called planet. What is it called? Planet? No, it's called lifetime. 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 Yeah. They need a lifetime. Lifetime, if you're listening, can you please open one in the Valley? I don't know why you don't have one up here. It seems like their crowd, the Calabasas crowd would be all over it. Yeah, I know. But you know, the Calabasas, I don't know. I mean, they all have their own gyms. You would think that too. In their house. I know. But you know what? It's such a, like a a scene at at my gym. You know, I don't care, but I do enjoy, I get to like people watch. I, I see a couple housewives there. Yeah. Yeah. That's really fun. Yeah. I'm so coming. basically when you sign up, you paid like a membership fee and then they give it back to you in, they call them lifetime bucks. So then you have to spend them within the gym and there's a salon there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Even a salon. Is there a Starbucks in that? There is a Join? cafe. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's actually a Medi spa too. Like you can go get Botox at oh my, my gym. God. It's crazy. Yeah. So I've got to take advantage of getting my hair did for free. I've got to use up my lifetime bucks. So I went in and we've talked about how blonde hair is tricky. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I went in and I talked to the salon manager and I said, who does your best blonde? And she said, oh, this guy, we'll call him Mark. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Mark. (laughs) I said, great. Sign me up. Okay. Mark comes walking out and on the day of my appointment and I knew, we'll just say, I knew it wasn't going to go well. Oh God. I remember this. Yeah. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. I came out with real, Mark is from New Jersey. Okay. And I, I feel like Nothing against New Jersey, but we're not in New Jersey. And I got real New Jersey hair. It was real chunky. Yeah. It was the like skunky type of look. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I still, because I have low self-esteem, would try to (laughs) say hi to Mark every time I would see him around the gym. And he would never say hello to me. You know, just walking through. I see him when he's working out or whatever. And I had spent three hours in his chair talking to him. 
So then eventually some, I had more lifetime bucks and they were going to expire. And I thought normally I would just go back to Mark because I am loyal like that. But I thought, no, I don't, I don't need to. He won't even say hi to me. Yeah. No, okay. you don't need to. So I went back to the salon and I got Nicole. Okay. Is this when we talked about it? When you came here with that real good hair that one day, that's yes. who you went to. Yes. Yeah. That's who I went to. So I went to her and was like blown away. Oh my gosh. She's my new, she's my hair girl. Yeah. I'm going to be going to her even after I don't have any lifetime bucks yeah. to spend in the salon. Your okay? hair looks real good. But so while she was doing my hair, she walked away. I saw Mark in there. Okay. Mark who has not been able to say hello to me for two months. And as soon as she walked away to go like mix the color or whatever, he came up to me in the salon what? while I'm in somebody else's chair. And he's like, hi, how are you? And did you want to be like, I wanted go to go yourself. I wanted to crawl in, up into a ball. <laughs> <laughs> This is so your personality. Like, you get all shamed and you're like embarrassed. Uh, and now you're going to probably sulk about it while you're still sulking like, about oh it for like two gosh, months later. I feel so bad, except Don't for that I did it because she did good hair. Yeah, no, listen, I went back to my old hair guy. Remember, because I had like a hair disaster where it turned orange. Yes. And so... I had pre-booked all these appointments with my previous girl, and then I had to tell her that I fired her. Oh, you did? Yes, because I had to cancel the appointment. And she knows, hello, I'm blonde, so it's not like I'm not going for six months. So, you know, I canceled the first one not telling her, and then the second one, I just said... You know, I went back to my old hair guy. I still really love you because I do. She's a great person. But it just, you know, it is what it is sometimes. Breaking up with hair people is hard. It is. Usually I just move cities. And, you know, I see her, like I've seen her walking around. Like she lives relatively close. And this city is, I mean, as big as it is, it's I feel like we saw her. Didn't we drive past her one day? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. See, it's, it's small world. And last night, Gretchen and I went to dinner and we ran into like five people we knew. Well, that you knew. Well, then I knew, but I don't know now you know them. Mm. Even one of them gave you a hug. That was real sweet. Oh yeah. She was real sweet. I told you. Yeah. She's kind of known and you know, you would think that she wouldn't be as sweet as she is, but she is just the nicest person. And you know what else? I heard her talking to the hostess. Yeah. And that's really how I gauge people, how they talk to people in the service industry. Yeah. And she was real nice. Yeah. She is really nice. Yeah. I love nice people. We really enjoy that. So Gretchie is on the mic today. I do. I am. What are you talking about? Okay. I'm going to tell you about Jessica. Boynton. Boynton. Do you know who that is? No. Okay. Well, today's story takes place in Griffin, Georgia. It is a town of 24,000 people. Oh, small. Small. You know, Mm -hmm. sorry, side note. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of crime in Georgia. Yeah. And a lot of corruption. Like... Oh, yeah. Police corruption. I don't know if that's this. Yes. Yes. There is some police corruption in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And 
yeah, I got a little familiar with um, the police department in Louisiana. Well, they have like parishes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a little corruption going on down there, too. Oh, for sure. By the way, before you start with the Jessica Boynton, mm-hmm. why don't we cheers? Oh, yeah, of course. Cups because we are early morning risers today Woo-hoo. and coffee, coffee. I'm trying to get to tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I structure my day real tight. Cause I'm real busy. Yeah, you're real busy. You know, and and more dedicated uh, than I am. I'm like and younger, oh. <laughs> and younger. <laughs> okay, but not blonder. You know who's younger than you? Jessica Boynton. Okay. When was she born? I don't know you exact don't know. the That's year okay. off the top of my head, but yeah. she's younger. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. So, Griffin, Georgia. The home of newlywed high school sweethearts, Jessica and Matthew Boynton in 2016. Jessica was a stay-at-home mother of two. Wait, did you just say that they were high school? Yeah, they were high school sweethearts. Oh, sweethearts. Okay, but they didn't just graduate high school. No. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and actually, I think she was only like 19 or 20 when this happened. Okay, so she kind of did. Yeah. Get it going early. She had kids before she got married, but okay. then they got married, you know? Yeah. Down with it. Yeah. So she was a stay-at-home mom with a two-year-old and an eight-month-old baby. Her husband, Matthew, was a police officer. Popo. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the man in a uniform. Yeah. Matthew really loved it, too. He loved the brotherhood the police force provided. His grandfather, Wendell Bean, was actually the county sheriff. Family affair. Yeah. They would appear to be a nice young couple with a bright future, but apparently not. After only six months of marriage, Matthew reported to his fellow police officers that the relationship was in trouble and had become pretty volatile. He would tell them things like Jessica would put her hands on him and their fights were getting worse. He didn't ever formally complain about her, like file a report. Mm -hmm. But it seems like maybe since this was a habit of his, he wanted some kind of record of her behavior. Got it. So Jessica wanted to keep her own record of Matthew's behavior for herself as well. She kept a red notebook hidden from him in their closet of their apartment. In it, she would keep track of all things like his comings and goings. You see, Jessica had actually recently just figured out that Matthew was having an affair after she went into his Facebook messages and found out he was having some romantical convos with another female. Hmm. How do you think she reacted to this, Tab? Uh, not very well. Oh, no. Actually, Did she? I would, she I would was call happy. that. No. Yeah, she was happy because she like she wanted out. Okay. She was, she was, but, she was done. Oh, she was done. Yeah. And you know, she like, she didn't have her ego hurt. Oh, well maybe. Okay. But I mean, she was, she was she over was, it. Yeah. Yeah. Looking okay. for a way. And that was the way. So she called this red notebook, the divorce diary. So she was stockpiling evidence against him of the affair before the separation would officially start and custody would come into question. Uh-huh, she's so smart. smart, right? Yeah. For a young girl. Really smart. Really smart. Yeah. So 
One April night in 2016, around 9 p.m., Matthew reports to an officer that he had another fight with Jessica. She was poking him in the chest. So, and this time it was like an official report. Okay. Okay. He's dotting his I's and crossing his T's as yes. well, it sounds yes. like. So he, he, after that fight, he left. Jessica then went over to her neighbor's apartment with her two kids, distraught about the fight. While she was there, Matthew began texting Jessica to go to Walmart to pick up baby formula. According to the neighbor whose house she was at, she was nervous that something bad was going to happen that night. And so she asked Jessica to come back to her place after the shopping was done. But Jessica never came back. So around 10.15 p.m., Jessica is seen with Matthew and the two kids on the Walmart surveillance videos, which, like, really? At 10.15 at Walmart? Seems late. Seems late. I mean, I am, like, the worst person ever. My husband really hates it when it starts getting dark early because I'm like, no, it's 5 o'clock. I don't care. It's dark out. Not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't like to even take my kids to the store. And why do you need to go buy formula together? Like, can't just one of you just go? At 10.15? Yeah, with your children? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. That sounds like no fun at all. Yeah. Okay. But whatever. Okay. So they are seen entering the store, having what appears to be an argument in the baby aisle, and leaving together in Matthew's black truck. So that's all seen on Walmart surveillance video. Okay. Okay. The next thing that we know is that Michael called another officer again to tell him that Jessica had refused to leave Walmart with him. But we know that she didn't because we saw it on the surveillance video. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Strange, right? Yeah. Then an officer came to the house around 11 to take the official report about Jessica poking him in the chest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at 12, Matthew leaves Jessica and the kids at the house and goes to meet another officer at the Waffle House. Okay, wait. So just to go back, he says that she didn't leave, but she was at the house when he made the report. He called in the report earlier and then he... That is not what the officer was filing a report about, was not about the fact that she didn't leave with him. Right. But that's just what he told somebody. That's just what he told somebody. Yeah. And then she ended up showing up at the house, whether or not she went with him. Now, whether or not that officer saw her at the house when he was there. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So Matthew, I mean, I hope she, if she was there, I hope that she was like inside sleeping because it's late. She's got two kids. Yeah. They should be sleeping too. And he says he leaves at 12. Yeah. Okay. So he leaves Jessica and the kids at 12 and goes to meet another officer at the Waffle House just to chit-chat, have waffles. At 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. Because that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, not, Sean was not gonna, normal for me. I was going to go meet his friend at 12 o'clock at night uh, at the Waffle House. I'd be like, are you mean the brothel house? You're like, first of all, yeah, and it's not keto. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we're not doing that. (laughs) No. 
Okay, well, he never really made it inside the Waffle House because he claims that before... Surprising. Yeah, I know. He says that before he left to go to the Waffle House, Jessica was very upset and he thought she might be having a panic attack, but he just shut the door on her and left anyways. And before he got to the Waffle House, he received the following text from her. Okay, I'm going to read the text. I can't do this anymore. Take care of Tolan and Tyler. Tell them I love them every day. I have been suffering a while and no one has noticed. Here lately, I have not been able to recognize the person I see in the mirror. This is not the first time I have had suicide thoughts. I love you and the boys. Okay. Hmm. So according to him, he called in the situation to dispatch, you know, from his car en route to the Waffle House. Okay. Okay. And he went, turned around, went back to the house, but he arrived before the officers did. He said that he entered the apartment and he could hear the baby crying and two shots fired. He then tried to enter the closet where he keeps his service gun, but it was locked. And so he grabbed his police radio off the counter, went outside of the apartment and radioed in two shots fired. Be advised, I smell gun smoke. Okay, so there's a couple of strange things about this. A couple? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the fact that he leaves to go to the Waffle House, but then turns around and <laughs> and is like, oh, my wife shot herself. Okay. It's pretty hard to shoot yourself twice, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I do think that. <laughs> so that's like your first red flag. That Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Because I wasn't thinking like, you know, one shot, then pulling the gun again. And he hears the shots fired, but he doesn't run to save her. He doesn't run in to save his kids and he hears them crying. And and why would they be crying? Why would they be crying even at midnight? They wouldn't be crying. But I mean, maybe after the gunshot. What would stop you from walking in and getting your, your kid? He's saying he walked in, heard the shots heard the kid crying, walked back out. Yeah, he's a liar. Okay. Guilty already. Okay. Okay, so officers arrive and they find the two-year-old is sleeping and the baby was crying, but the baby was fine. And they kick in the door from the closet and find Jessica with her head positioned on a blood-soaked pillow and Matthew's gun underneath her. The whole discovery can actually be seen on footage from the officer's body cams. You can hear Matthew in the background of this footage sounding distraught and saying, she told me she loved me before she did it. That was probably not my best reenactment. (laughs) Or maybe it was. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So when they examine her, they find that she is still breathing They pull her out of the closet and start looking for the bullet hole to stop the bleeding, but her hair is so blood-soaked and matted, they can't find it. EMTs arrive, and Jessica is transported to a Atlanta trauma center. When the neighbor that Jessica had been with earlier that night sees all the lights and commotion, she runs outside and asks officers if it was Jessica, and they confirm that it was, and she said that something else happened and that she was with her earlier and she was not suicidal. But that never seems to be a factor into how this case was investigated. Also, side note, this neighbor that I keep mentioning that has spoken out about her account of what was going on with Jessica and Matt, she's given interviews, but she's always like super disguised, voice disguised, 
because she's she, scared. She's scared and she works for local law enforcement. Mm. Yeah. So it was all just treated like a suicide, despite all the red flags, which I'm going to tell you what they are. Okay. Yes, please. One red flag is the fact that the neighbors in four different apartments say they heard something that could have been gunshots around 11 p.m. But no one besides Matthew heard gunshots at 1 a.m. Yeah, because he did it before he left for the Waffle House. Okay. You're smart. You've been listening to true crime. (laughs) Doesn't take a rocket scientist. Okay. Another red flag is that there is no blood spatter in the closet. Oh. Okay. She didn't do it in the closet. Another red flag is that the divorce diary that Jessica had been keeping was out in the open. You can clearly see it out in the open on the officer's body cam footage. This is also unusual because Jessica was making a point of keeping it hidden away from Matthew. Remember, she was collecting evidence to use against Mm. him to get custody. Mm -hmm. So what else is unusual about this is that there were pages ripped out of it, which are nowhere to be found. He found it, got real pissed, killed her, wrote the suicide note, tried to make it up. Sorry, I'm telling your story. (laughs) (laughs) Well... You are right and you're wrong. Okay. Okay. I'll keep listening. Okay. Yeah. So while Jessica was en route to the trauma center, County Sheriff Matthew's grandfather, Wendell Beam, was informed and he decided to have deputies inform her family that she was dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Hmm. Okay. But she wasn't dead. She wasn't dead yet. Yeah. At this point, she wasn't dead. Okay. Hello. That's weird. That's weird. Okay. So Jessica arrives at the hospital and they shave her head so they can access the gunshot wound, but they never found one because it turns out Jessica was never shot. Shut. Yeah. She did have a wound on the top of her head that doctors determined resulted from blunt force trauma. No freaking way. Mm-hmm. Investigators examined the scene and after finding two shell casings and two bullet holes and one bullet in the closet, they determined that Jessica shot herself in the top of the head. Okay. Imagine how awkward. That doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Okay. In the top of the head and then the gun went off by itself as it was falling down. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So they did find Jessica's DNA on the gun, but her hands were never tested for gunshot residue at the hospital, and Matthew was never tested for gunshot residue Mm. either. And it should also be noted that Matthew had changed his clothes. And we know this because there is footage of him from earlier that night at Walmart. And then there's also footage of him from the body cams. Okay. So one thing Matthew did volunteer to police officers that shouldn't have contributed to their investigation of the crime scene, but might have, is that he was pretty quick to tell them that Jessica had just told him that the baby wasn't his. <laughs> this is, it, is it true? It's not his? I think maybe it is. You know, I can, I think maybe it's not his, but it doesn't give him a right to uh, kill her. No. Yeah. I mean, 
Nothing gives him the right to kill her. <laughs> yeah, nothing. But and it shouldn't play a role in this. But I think he was painting a picture of, you know, she's cuckoo kachoo. She killed herself. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless of all these pesky details, the Georgia Bureau of Investigations closed the case and said Jessica died as a result of a self-inflicted gunshot wound and Matthew had already returned back to work and he retained custody of his kids before the, quote, investigation was closed. Okay. Do you know what the problem is with this? No. Okay. She was never shot. And also she's not dead. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> the blunt force trauma, do they know that? Do, do the Yes. So there is an official from the Bureau of Investigations, an official report. I have seen it that says Jessica Boynton died. Oh my God. But she's, not, and they, but she's not dead. But she's not dead. And she was not shot. Okay. Yeah. Gets That's... crazier. Okay. So another theory is that they got into an argument. Maybe Jessica pulled out the divorce diary or Matthew just found it. And there was a struggle with the gun and Matthew hit her over the head with it, injuring her enough to cause a pool of blood. And this knocked her unconscious and it went off. This was not premeditated. So Matthew was like flustered and assumed the bullet went in her head, causing all the bleeding he then panicked and decided to stage a suicide, taking Jessica's phone and sending those texts to himself. He had plenty of time to do this between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. when he called it in. Mm-hmm. Right. That sounds like a uh, very pliable Yeah, that's theory. what I think happened. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what happened, according to Jessica, well, she wishes she remembered, but she doesn't. Okay, wait. So she survives. She survives. She's oh. in a coma for three weeks. Uh-huh. And she survives. Amazing. Amazing, right? So she doesn't remember what happened that night. What she does say is that her boys are her everything, and she's never been suicidal. Also, we just did a suicide case. I mean, there is a lot of buildup. She didn't, com- she didn't try to kill herself. She has no. children. It's not. No. no. Well, she, you know what else she says? She says that she would have never texted him that she loved him. Because she like, didn't. She's like, because I didn't. She's yeah. Like, I hated him then. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wrote that. You could tell anyways. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So this is where an angel in the form of a truck driver named Will Sanders steps in to help Jessica out. Will's hobby is looking into cases and diligently trying to uncover new evidence that can help victims. This guy seems like our people. Yeah. I'm like, does this guy listen to us? Because he sounds like he should. Yeah. So Will. He's awesome. I like Will. Yeah, we do. So Jessica liked him too. She trusted him enough to actually hand over evidence like, the divorce diary after she received it back from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, mm-hmm. GBI. I'm just going to call him GBI. Yeah. 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 Like, so he still has it in a sealed evidence, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was also able to get a hold of Matthew's phone records. I'm thinking 
somehow Jessica facilitated this. And what he discovered was that after Matthew received Jessica's suicide text, but before he called 911, he was texting his side chick. Ah. Who, by the way, is actually a police dispatcher. Oh, what you know? <laughs> yeah, what you know. So he was texting her casual LOL messages. Like there were a lot of them, like over 60. Over 60 between mm-hmm. the I committed suicide yeah. and yeah. him calling 911. Yeah. Okay. At one point he does say, give me a few to text you back, dot, 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 long story. And that is. I mean, that's. Come That's on. in the midst of all of the chaos. The mayhem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, at the same time, he claims that he left the apartment and didn't re-enter until police showed up. But Will pointed out that in a crime scene photo, and actually on the body cam footage, you can see Matthew's phone on the counter. And his phone records show that he had to have re-entered because he was texting at the same time with that phone. So what this means is he was saying he was outside on the radio calling it in, but actually he was inside Inside. calling it in on the radio and also texting his side chick. Because he wasn't worried about what was going on. I hope this guy's in jail. Well, let me tell you. So while Jessica is still in a coma, Matthew decides to move out of the apartment and some of Jessica's things went missing. When Jessica was released from the hospital and she realized it, she filed a report about it. So because of this report, Matthew was questioned and he claimed he didn't have any of her things. This was a big mistake for Matthew because it actually led to him being fired. A year after the shooting, Matthew's girlfriend Mm -hmm. took video footage of a bag full of Jessica's things in the police storage room. And guess what she did with it? What? She gave it to Will Sanders. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. I'd like to know who this chick. Yeah, she she turned turned on on him. him. Yeah. Awesome. So Will turns it into the police and reminds them that Matthew has signed a written statement that he does not have any of Jessica's things. This leads to Matthew um, being brought in for questioning. And in his interview, he admits that he knowingly made a false statement. So he was charged with making a false statement and breaking his oath of office. But they actually couldn't find the actual oath of office. It's like a certificate. Yeah. It's a police official thing. Okay. And so because they couldn't find it, they actually cleared him of those felony charges he was facing. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of... Oh, yeah. Wackadoo GBI, come on. Yeah. A local Georgia reporter actually managed to get her hands on his oath of office by just taking a trip down to the county clerk's office. But, But it didn't change anything, including the fact that in his taped confession, he admitted to being guilty of the charges he faced. I just can't anymore. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you might be thinking, what the fuck? 
yes, I am. And I didn't <laughs> want to say it because I'm trying not to be the, say the F word. I know, I know, head. I know. But I think that is a, it's an appropriate time. It okay? is. I'm, yeah. That is what exactly what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Will is the reason this case got so much attention. He is the whistleblower and the Griffin PD, they didn't like that. They were able to actually get a search warrant for Will Sanders' private Facebook messages without his knowledge based on what they said was an ongoing burglary investigation they had. It's worth noting that the same DA's office that couldn't find Matthew's oath of office paperwork was the same office that signed off on this warrant. Yeah, of course. Okay, so here he is. Will Sanders is like... From a different town, far, far away. (laughs) And they managed to get a search. It's so corrupt. Okay. So Will Sanders is not the only target of the Griffin PD for bringing their cover up to light on Jessica's Facebook page. She has screenshots of all the harassing text messages and emails that reporters that have taken this case on have received from the police department. It's pretty bananas. I can't even imagine. I mean, actually, if they sent us a text message or or I guess a DM would be what they would do. I mean, that would make me like so excited. They probably will. Okay. Because they're pretty wacky. Yeah. So where are they now? Three years later? Well, due to the way Matthew was released from the Griffin Police Department, he's still able to be a police officer. No, he is not. Yes, he is at any department that will hire him. Because all the charges were dropped. I don't know if he is. I was not able to find him. He's gone MIA on the social. Yeah, he's definitely MIA on social. Jessica, on the other hand, she's killing it. She has had another baby with her current partner, and they look happy and adorable. They really look like they are living like their best life. I'm going to show you her picture. And I just want to say I am... So proud of her for staying public. I mean, she is really putting all of this out there. There's this hashtag justice for Jessica Boynton movement. Yeah. Going. Yeah. And the thing that sucks, though, is I'm pretty sure she's still sharing custody with that douchebag that tried to kill her. So she has to deal with him somewhat. I don't know how it, you know, sometimes they drop off. I don't know. But, you know, like she still has, he has to be in her life forever. She's got a real good outlook about the whole thing. She's a strong girl. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm so glad she didn't die. Yeah, I'm so glad she didn't die. I reached out to her a few days ago and she never got back to me, but I hope she's pleased with this podcast and I she hope that be. it keeps attention on her story and that someday he'll be held accountable. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to show you their pictures now. Okay. Okay, so this is douchebag Matthew Boynton. Mm-hmm. This is her in the coma. That's super sad. Mm-hmm. But look at her now. Oh, She's so cute. This is her new guy and all her kids. The new guy kind of looks like the old guy. He's cuter. Bit. Okay, he is. Okay. And she goes for the same type of look. This is Will Sanders. Oh, go Will. Go Will. Go Will. Let me see this cute little picture with her and her baby. Good. I'm I'm glad. Hopefully she didn't have any brain damage or anything from that. She says she still gets headaches. Yeah. But 
she's alive. Gosh, you're like, I wish you would remember. I know. I mean, I can't even remember what I did yesterday. So it's like if I was. To well, get all is not lost. You know, they say it might come back to her. Yeah. Maybe she could do some hypnotherapy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine what a nightmare that would be? Nightmare. Still custody and 24,000 people. That is a small town. Yeah, it is a small town. Yeah. And she's got to deal with all his family and they're all like in the police department. And she can't move away because she has to share Share custody. custody. Yeah, that's. And she's pretty brave. Yeah, she is. I mean, this police department will stop at nothing. Yeah, I know. I know. I've listened to some podcasts, a lot of them actually. And that happened in Georgia and there is corruption. You know, that one guy that left his kid in the car, the hot car guy was in Georgia. Oh, really? Tex MacGyver's cases in Georgia. Oh yeah. The one where the girl went missing. It's a big podcast. The girl went missing. I think they did a whole cover up. She was hidden in a pecan orchard. Do you remember this? No. And they just found her. Oh, really? Well, recently. And then now they know who did it and people are in jail. But I think at the time it was covered up by the GBI. Oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I was thinking? I hope that she gets to go on somebody's show like Dr. Phil. She's still alive. She needs to keep talking about it. Has she not gone on Dr. Phil? I don't think oh, so. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We're mm-hmm. going to. We're going to call Dr. Phil for her. Yeah. Okay. This okay. is a good one. Yeah. This is a real good one. He needs to know about this. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to try to make that happen. See what I can do. My Rolodex of friends. Okay. All right. That was a great case, Gretchy. I really like that. I really like that there needs to be justice. Justice for Jessica. Yeah. yeah. And she has a justice for Jessica um, Facebook page. Yeah. Like it, guys. Like it. Yeah. And while you're at it, like our Facebook page. We have two. Closed group and an open group. It's getting a little traction right now. Yeah. Also, Instagram us. We're going to come out with a contest real soon. Real soon. We're getting new merch for our our new match, our new name. Yeah. It's so cute. So also, if you love us, rate us a five star. If you don't. And just don't rate us at all. Yeah. We appreciate it. We always say that. But truly, you know, it's like those Yelp reviews. Although I love Yelp reviews because you really know if like a place is good or not. Oh, I know. But, but sometimes. This is, you know, it's personal preference. Like some yeah. people love us and yeah. we, we appreciate it. Listen, I'll take whatever I can get. Okay. Yeah. And we'll read some more, you know, of our comments soon because those are fun to read yeah we didn't look up any today but anyways have yourself a wonderful day everybody stay cool oh my gosh Gretchen you have a (laughs) tighter on your head (laughs) not a black widow okay (laughs) good you never know around this place I know (laughs) I know all right guys okay talk to you bye Bye. clink clink cheers clink clink